What's up, everyone? Welcome to Getting Grilled. My name is John Grill, and it has been a long time since I've been able to put one of these out. I'm excited to be back. Uh, it's been quite an interesting couple months for me uh, with the whole pandemic and just some personal stuff going on with my family that I've had to work through. So listen, I'm back, and I'm so excited because we are doing the Days of Christmas here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network, and I'm not going to call my that because I'm Jewish, so... I'm putting this out on the fifth day of Hanukkah. Tonight is the sixth night of Hanukkah. And if you don't know that, it's okay. We just follow a moon calendar. So my podcast today is a interview I did actually back in September with Dan Haas from the Pop Culture Collective and Sports Shorts and a lot of other things in my life with his friend Steve and his friend Eddie, who are, I should say, our friend Steve and Eddie, who he climbed Mount Whitney in California with and we kind of went through the whole thing and this is part one of our talk about their time out in California and their hike during a pandemic and how they got uh, to do this and an amazing experience it was so we're actually going to finally record part two hopefully this week or next and have it out for you as part of our days of Christmas here at fourth wall pop and uh, I can't wait to get back into the game and doing these interviews again. I had a lot of fun doing them, and uh, I have some pretty cool ones I'm working on. So without further ado, here is Dan, Eddie, Steve, and myself talking about their climb of Mount Whitney. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Getting Grilled. I'm your host, John Grill, and I am joined today by three of my oldest and very best friends, and we are here to talk about, I'm going to call it an expedition. Can we call it an expedition? That's expedition-like qualities. Cool. By the way, one of one of these very best friends is our own Dan Haas from PCC. And uh, him and our friend Steve and our friend Ed all just took Howdy. a trip. What's up? Howdy. Howdy. Ed, you can say hi if you want. Going on. <laughs> uh, they just took a trip. Uh, well, Steve lives on the West Coast, but uh, they just did some awesome hiking. Uh, the highest peak in the continental United States. And there's lots of stories. I got some previews of them before we started recording. And if you listen to PCC last week, you got a bit of a preview uh, from Dan. But uh, we're here to talk about the whole thing. So uh, let's hear about the Matt Whitney uh, expedition. So that was at the end. The Mount Whitney, the Mount Whitney expedition, as you like to call it, going to Whitney. It actually started with um, swiping Ed from LAX, and he got off the plane, we basically told him, Ed, get changed, we're going hiking. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't even, even tell him that, we just said, just get in the car. Get in the damn car, we're going to Baldy. <laughs> we didn't even yeah. let him go home and unpack or anything, he just flown across the country, woke up at like four in the morning to leave Wildwood or something. But uh, we climbed Baldy first, and that was, uh, it was something different for me and Ed, because, you know, Steve was having a good time laughing at us when we got about, you know, <laughs> three miles into the hike and it's been all uphill and we're just like holy crap it goes on forever out here <laughs> i think so, ed said when does it when do i get a break yeah what the hell? <laughs> that's totally false advertisement from what i've been hiking out here <laughs> you get a break at the top from what from what i've been seeing from these like... pictures and that's about it uh yeah. so how high is baldy that is the third highest in SoCal. Uh, it's 10,064, something right, right about 10,000 feet. That is a large mountain. That's it, it is. Uh, if you've ever seen like the famous photos of downtown LA with like a mountain in the background with snow on it, yeah. like the famous snow and water, you know, ski and surf day, uh, Mount Baldy is that mountain you see. Oh, well, there you go. So I didn't realize that's like right in LA. That's, that's a day trip, huh? About an hour away or so uh, okay. on a normal day. Uh, that day I did two airport pickups, and then we I picked up Haas first. We came back, got everything ready, ran down, grabbed Ed, and we headed straight over. I think we were on the mountain at four, maybe. Sounds about right. Well, how, nice. how do we skip the part where I plan my arrival time off of Dan's arrival time, and then two days before the flight, he realized that he booked a different flight <laughs> than, he, than he told me? <laughs> No, no, That's no. not surprising at all. No, no. Here's this what is happened. Dan Haas we're talking no, about. No, no, no. Here's what happened. What happened was uh, I booked my flight a while ago. And How can you justify I needed, this? I need to get a ride. So Ed goes to me. He's like, yo, yo, my plane leaves at uh, 
Wait, what time did you say? No, no, you said your plane. I told you to get a, a plane at a certain time of day, and that wasn't the time of day. And then two days before, Ed goes, yo, my flight got changed. My flight got changed. And then it didn't get changed. That's what really happened. So he I just, hear two stories, and somewhere in the middle is the truth. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He just, that, he, his story has, is irrelevant. <laughs> Dan, Dan's like, hey, I'm going to California. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll book my flight around the same time as you so we don't have to have Steve, you know, come to the airport twice. <laughs> what time are you landing? Oh, you know, 1 o'clock. All right, I'll book it at 1. What time did you land, Haas? <laughs> Uh, I might have landed at around like 11 or so, 11.30. <laughs> Did you take a red eye? No, no. No, I mean, you take up three hours. If you pick you up three hours. You're going no, I know that, yes. but I, I did it. It's, well, 11.30 a.m. All right, all right. Yeah, that makes sense. Never mind. Okay. It's been a while. You got to visit your sister Coast. more often, man. That, that's exactly what I was going to say. I haven't been to the West Coast in a while. I'm sorry. Your Karen. brother's out there too, isn't he? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I got to see him as well. He's, we'll talk about him another time. He's doing awesome. Um, you have a brother? <laughs> yeah, actually, I didn't know that. I do. Yeah. I have a little brother. He's not little really? because, yeah, he's not little. He's actually uh, he's like six three, six three, six four. Yeah, yeah, he I'm got like all my lights. little brother. <laughs> little no, he's brother. not. He's not that big. He he's that not big. that big. Yeah, he's yeah. tall. Where your brother is is ginormously just, just muscular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your brother, your brother's scary. So after Baldy, um, I heard there was some biking. I heard, Dan, you took a dip in a river, apparently. That was when we got up to Yosemite. So the next day, we got off Baldy. We got to the top. It probably took us like three and a half hours to get up there. We caught sunset. But we can't leave Baldy before we talk about me almost dying on Baldy. Wait, what? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, had his so, own trip. Ha-ha. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So we're walking down this trail called the Devil's Backbone Trail. And, you know, I mean, it's it's a pretty narrow trail. It's a and good it's brewery. A sh- straight, it's a good brewery, and it's a straight drop. I mean, it's just a drop right down the side of the mountain. It's so, one of the like, it's the best kind of like segment of LA hiking probably okay. out there. You know, okay. it, it's you're on a spine that's maybe two feet wide, maybe let's call it three feet wide, and you've got a thousand foot drop offs on either side, and you can see the city lights coming up. And it was dark. We we wanted some nighttime practice with our headlamps. So we got up to the summit for sunset. Gorgeous. Okay. Had a beer up there. It was amazing. And so it was nighttime. We're coming down. And at this point, uh, we had stopped because Ed wanted to point out how dangerous this section looked uh, because the drop-offs were so extreme. <laughs> and Dan, I think Dan can take it from there. So I'm just – I start walking. And then – and Steve, you're going to have to help me out too – all of a sudden, there's just there was like a piece of uh, what was the type of bush that was where, where uh, manzanita, manzanita. It was a manzanita bush, and there's no give on those roots, and my foot just I tripped right over just a little root right on this pass that Steve's talking about, and then all of a sudden I just go whoa, and I hear I start falling, and then I hear Steve go oh shit oh shit because I wasn't too far from like falling into him and pushing him off of the damn side of the mountain, and it was pretty heart racing for a second because it just took me a couple seconds you know like there's a split second you're like oh shit and then like my senses kick in i get my arm out and i I do my best to break my fall i I came off relatively unscathed a couple scratches on the arm nothing crazy messed by the tattoos for the most part but i definitely almost took steve down with me and i don't know if steve would have been able to catch himself because you were definitely closer to the ledge than i was i was on i would have i would have broken an ankle probably Dan, I would say this is probably the 20th, 21st time we've almost called Steve in our friendship. Uh, <laughs> a time. Yeah, maybe second or third, maybe. Yeah, yeah, second this, was like, a this was the only one I, this would probably be the only one I didn't deserve. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Uh, and meanwhile, you know, Ed's taking pictures of like the whole thing. Ed took a picture right before it happened and you just see me standing there and he took a picture right after it. I'm just covered in dirt in the picture. Yeah. You got to put it on the Instagram or whatever. It's a, it's a photo at nighttime and you just see it. it's Dan. He just fell. And I listen, I could hear him because you can sense this when there's no other noise. And all of a sudden you hear Haas going down behind you. You get yep. this like tingle. I'm like, what is that? And I look back and it's just, he's just flat, face first down in the dark. Oh my God. <laughs> Once that wasn't even... I was safe, me and Ed just started dying. Oh. We all laughed. It was, a, it, was a, it was made for a good laugh. And then that wasn't even the craziest thing we did that night because then Steve decides to take us down the suicide trail, 
which oh, kind of yeah. just... Oh, I forgot it, all about that. Oh, the suicide show. So, so Ed goes in front of us, and Ed's like, I don't need no poles, I got this. Ed took about, like, three steps and almost fell down the whole damn side of the mountain. He's <laughs> like, give me a pole, give me a pole! Yeah, <laughs> if you could picture stepping on a big, like, slide of marbles... That's exactly what we were doing. You, <laughs> you took were, one yeah, step Mark. and you would slide 18 inches. And yeah, you were surfing. And you slide. I was like, this is totally unsafe. Why are oh. we doing this? <laughs> it was Why like two, mile, mile, two, miles of, two miles of snowboarding. Yeah, the simple reason is we're going to save 10 minutes. <laughs> it was going to be a little we bit saved quicker. Probably, like, we saved about an hour. All right. We it was definitely – I mean – And it yeah. was more fun than walking down the fire road without a doubt. It was. But it's, and the trail goes right under the ski lift essentially. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that is so pretty cool. It was cool. We got to the bottom, and you know, it, my my, it was all rocks all up in my shoes. It was, it wasn't the most comfortable descent I've ever made, but it was really cool at the end to look up at the top and go, "Holy crap, man! That was really far that we just went." Because you see the little light from the ski lodge up there. About so a quarter cool. of the way down, when I realized we had only gone a quarter of the way, I was getting a little worried. I was like, "Oh boy!" And it was if it was light out. I would have felt a lot different because we would have had light. This was pitch black and we had headlamps on going through some like serious Now, what time terrain. is this again? It's probably like 10. And... Yeah, 9, 30, 10 probably. 30, 10, okay. yeah. So not too we, late. We, we took our time going down. You know, we, we stopped. We had a, there's a lodge up there. We had, you know, we grabbed our beers that we had, had a nice drink and, you know, relaxed before we began the ascent down suicide trail. We frolicked on the ski lifts. So the first thing that comes to my mind, guys – is you're in you're in you know the mountains of southern california is is mountain lions i mean they're so we, rare should, we we would be so lucky to see a mountain lion yeah, yeah, lost in the wild they scare every other animal away <laughs> i mean he didn't scare those deer away i saw pictures of yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, they they like humans. Uh, the area for baldy we would have been more um bighorn sheep is what we probably would have seen up in oh. that region that's awesome. I've seen a couple of them. Yeah, I've seen a couple of them out, and they're really cool to see. We did not see any of them. We did see deer, but yeah, no. Yeah, saw some white-tailed deer. That was what was crazy about the deer. The like when you see a deer like hiking out in the East Coast, they see you and they're they're gone. They they're gone. Away. The deer out west, man, they're just like, oh, hey, what's up? I'm gonna eat some dinner now. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Yeah, you can take. Oh no, cool. They're yeah, like we posing. Want take us. We want to take a selfie with them in the background. That's all we want to do. Yeah. <laughs> East Coast here, run right away. Opt outdoors. Well, it's, it, it, that's, it shows you the difference of a place that doesn't allow hunting. Because when you're a place that doesn't allow hunting, animals aren't scared of humans, which is nice yeah. because I like, I like to have any animals around. I agree. I agree. That's cool. So you made it through your first night. Yeah, we'll yes. stop there. We'll stop yeah, there. Stop. Yes, we, we did it. That's, we uh, made it. It was, that, that was a worthy adventure just for a whole trip, you know, for a lot of people. We could have yep. stopped there and been good. Yeah. That was, good. that was like a hike. That was like a hike that we would normally take on a weekend itself. That was the nine miles. It was a warm up. Uh, and that, and that. The Visalia, yeah. shout out uh, Component Coffee. Yeah, we did a nice little. Component little, Coffee. The ice they had oat and milk. Had, it was nice for my ice cream. Oh, dude, coffee. we got oat milk everywhere, Haas. We don't have any types of milk, not only three and a half, but just other varieties of milk we can offer you in LA. We got your goats, we got your oats, your soys, your almonds, your pecans. We got it all. <laughs> that 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 is like advertisement like worthy right there. That was awesome. So we decided to we got where did we stop? What was the name of that barbecue place we stopped at? Uh Smokehouse forty one. Steve yes. uh, special. That's spot's the uh, Ed, what did you get? You got the everything sandwich? Yeah, I got basically the heart attack on two pieces of bread. It was uh, every piece of barbecue. Was it? It was brisket, sausage, chicken, uh, uh, anything coleslaw. you can imagine. Uh, coleslaw. And a few vegetables, pickles. a pickle probably. Oh, uh, so coleslaw like Permanente Brothers in, in Pittsburgh? Or no, 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 that they put French fries. That, that's a whole different sandwich. Okay, that's I thought it, I thought they put coleslaw on their sandwich. No, that's no, that's French fries on the sandwich, French fries and eggs and, and stuff. Okay, yeah. So, um, how's your heart? Well, I'm still here, so I've survived. <laughs> Good, I think it might have prepped me for the uh, the heart attack I'd have in a couple of days, being much, much higher in elevation. But we'll wait for that. The other big item, you know, we should mention about the smokehouse place was uh. Dan's little uh, catastrophe with the wind. I had a little temper tantrum at the smokehouse because 
I I had a salad. Uh, okay, then, good. I'm yeah. glad we got there because I wanted to know what the hell you would eat at a barbecue place. <laughs> I had a salad. <laughs> vegetarian. I, I said, so, so I walk up to it. I go, so I don't eat meat, so we got to get creative here. So I was like, let me see all your veggies. So I just I had them throw random veggies and proteins into a salad. And I started eating a salad, and all of a sudden the wind kicked up just as my salad was done. It dumped my freaking tray up. Like got balsamic like all over my pants. Balsamic. I start, I start <laughs> cussing up a storm. Balsamic. Yeah. I start cussing up a storm. I started punching the damn freaking styrofoam, throwing it in the damp. I was so mad. Oh, uh, you guys saw old school Haas come out? Yeah, yep. you saw you saw uh, Haas amazing. Amazing. It was awesome. that, Honestly, that wasn't old school Haas. That was like a two on the Haas scale of ten. <laughs> <laughs> So I, mean, I can't really go above five anymore. I don't old got school Haas anymore. would have put his head through the wall. <laughs> he would have, would have ran inside. No, old school Haas would have ran inside and went to the guy <laughs> serving the food. He was like, what the fuck are you doing? Open a place here where you know it's windy and something can blow and get me dirty. What the fuck were you thinking, you this asshole? Your and then I would take the step styrofoam and throw it in his face. And that's what... Ten, uh, that's what California, no styrofoam. This place had started. Uh, we're, we're outside of Fresno. It's not Los Angeles. Three and a half percent milk styrofoam. They got it all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're in the sticks, this bro. Is, this is the country. This is, yeah, the farm part. This is the sticks. Okay. All right. I'll give it to you. So you get out to Yosemite. Uh, we found out last week on PCC you did not see Yosemite Sam. No. We did not see Yosemite and, Sam. And yeah, all his Jewish a, glory. Um, very uh, exciting. Yeah, did you know that? Did you know, did you know Yosemite Sam? Yes, was I did actually. Yeah, I yeah. did actually know that. I What's his last that. name? Leibowitz? Sam. Weintraub? <laughs> Weintraub. That's a name. <laughs> I'm running out of Jewish last names. What else you got for me? Silverberg? Uh, Is he really? Eisenberg. <laughs> Eisenberg. <laughs> Green, um, old. What else? All right. I was going to wrangle this in before this really went off the deep end over there. Failed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, so is Whitney in Yosemite? No, no Whitney. Whitney is on the east side of the Sierras. So uh, Yosemite, we're on still on the west side. Picture we're kind of going up the west side of the Sierras. Okay, all um, right. Did we you stopped, climb anything uh, there? The, the first stop was uh, the giant trees of uh, Mariposa Grove. Some oh, sequoias. Sequoias. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. How were they? Massive. Yeah. Are they like? Are we talking redwood status? I've never seen a sequoia or a redwood, um, so wider than a redwood, but not as tall. Yeah, sequoias are the girthiest, and redwoods are the tallest. Okay, I'm <laughs> right, sorry. Steve set it up. He wants something to come in there. Okay, he got the little <laughs> shade eating grin on he his face. He knows what he did. Okay, so so the, sequoia, <laughs> so the sequoias are the girth, and and the redwoods are 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 the length. Correct. Yes, the redwoods are the Yes. So what, what's I mean, the, what's the question? I don't know how. Do, how do you guys describe how big the sequoias were? Are how about this? So th there's a thing called the grizzly giant, right? That's one of the tra the trees, humongous tree. I think it's uh, I think it's 30 feet in diameter and was like 90 feet in circumference or something, something ridiculous like yeah, that. Yeah, almost 100 yeah. feet in circumference. Yeah, like if the three of us like went arm to arm and like stood like and tried to like hug the tree, we wouldn't even get, a, we would maybe get a quarter of a way around. So it. it's funny you're saying that because I'm looking at someone hug a tree right now, one of these sequoias, and these things are massive. Dude, the branches yeah. coming off, like the the big, the, think like the biggest branch to come off, like the grizzly giant, is probably the size of the oak tree in your backyard. Right, the way so, they so, say that itself was nine feet circumference or something. Something like it that. It has a, a, a branch that's nine feet in circumference. So, yeah, this is something I got to see. I'm also I'm looking at these pictures that they they carve tunnels. Yeah, there's cars some of these that trees. Yeah, that, we went through a tunnel tree, uh, which is back in the day in like the 20s and stuff. They just touristed all of that stuff and, you know, uh, did what they did with it. All right. Unfortunately, some of the trees they've tunneled over the years have fallen down because it's a stupid idea to tunnel a tree. Well, yeah, you shouldn't <laughs> do that. Um, so I'm looking at it. They didn't know that in 1924, you know. So I'm looking at Grizzly Giant right here, and this thing is just – the. This knot in it. Oh my god. Yeah. That's it, probably right around the nine foot trunk that we were talking about. Wow. Wow. There's we found a ourselves a nice I'm sorry, go ahead, Steve. 
I would say we found ourselves a nice rock right off to the side of it. We had a nice little break, sat down, had a lunch. Beautiful day. There's a cool picture of the Grizzly Giant of John Muir and Teddy Roosevelt visiting it back in the early 1900s. And in the back of the tree, there's like a, I don't know, I, I guess, I don't know if not's the right word for it, but there's like a little, like, I guess, cove where you could stand underneath. And there's like five, like, grown men, like, standing inside this little cove. So I'm like, looking at that picture now. Okay. And it's it. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's eight of them. Eight of them, dude. So think there. about that. And, you know, these are outdoors guys from the 1900s, you know. So it was kind of kind of unbelievable. And we saw deer at this part of the trip, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we saw deer here, too. 1903, so, guys. 1903. Wow. So, yeah. So from there, we, we were there probably for about, like, three hours or so. We did, like, a seven-mile hike. Um, not hard hiking. Very easy hiking. And then we took the drive into Yosemite Valley and we did the famous tunnel view, which is really like nothing I've ever seen in my entire life. It was like being in a painting when you like come out of that tunnel. Yeah. And, and John, you talked about it last week, like a lot, Yosemite was the iOS high Sierra backgrounds. Yes. For everything. Yes. So yeah, that's, and that's where I was looking at a picture of uh, Glacier Point, which we'll get to. And I, then I was, I like Googled the photo, like, where is this at? And I was like, Oh, this is six hours away from me. What have, why have I not seen this yet? I feel like I need to see this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, it, this is obviously something that I need to see myself, but it's just, it's insane to think about that. You know, I mean, obviously you're 3,500 miles away from us and you know, our coasts are so different, but all of these famous things are on the West coast. And um, you know, we, ha I mean, we have some stuff here, but not like this. This is just, yeah, just got, the way glaciers, got, like, you know, glaciers died and the way the earth was formed. It's all a crapshoot. And they got much more beautiful things out there than we did. It's just all there is I grew up in all the, was, in the great, yeah. I grew up in the plains, you know. So, so uh, you guys got the plains beat by far and away out there. On yeah, this that's just too. true. I have been to the plains, and that is the most boring part of the country, <laughs> without a doubt. Dude, I, I, I drove, I remember this vividly, more than – two or three times. My uncle lived in Rochester, Minnesota, and I drove from Rochester, Minnesota to the Twin Cities, and it was the flattest, most boring drive I've ever taken. Ugh. There's nothing. And you avoided Nebraska and Omaha. It, it gets worse. It, I, it I gets hear. a lot worse. It gets worse before you hit Denver. It gets... Uh, one of these days. Um, yeah, so uh, the, the, um, after we, we did the valley, the Yosemite Valley. So you okay. come out of tunnel view, which is like this probably like half a mile lo uh, long tunnel that you actually get some cell phone service in, surprisingly. Uh, we learned uh, that. You go, through, <laughs> you go through the tunnel and then right, yeah, when you get on the, <laughs> right when you get on the other side of the tunnel, you're just greeted by the entrance to Yosemite. You've got um, Bridal Veil Falls on one side. You've got Big El Capitan. Um, the rock that they climbed in free solo. You've got uh, oh. half dome. Yeah, you've got that's like the first chance you get at seeing it. And you kind of like rest. to think. I like to think of all of the um, you know Native Americans or you know the first time Western settlers like you know we've only known about this place since like 1850. You know, coming across on a donkey. You know, after like we were talking Lewis and Clark, in. man. Yeah, like yeah. stumbling upon that and being like, what the hell is this? After yeah. you know. A month in the mountains and all of it just formed by a glacier which i find is so unbelievable just it was just what was left over when the glacier left the valley right. that was that was what they left you yeah it's, it's unbelievable up. yeah yeah where'd, where'd that glacier melt was it uh, the central valley you know that that flat central valley that we yeah. were at yeah so it carved out the big bowl of the valley. Exactly. I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at a satellite image of where you were. This is just, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, you have the ridge of everything. And did you guys go to, uh, it looks like you were near something called the Mono Hot Springs. We'll get to that. Um, we yeah, were, no, yeah, we, uh, so yeah, the first day we just, uh, we pulled over on the side of the road, found a nice little river spot, found a good rock and we just cracked some beers open and hung out in the river for, you know, sunset. Did some tree walking, you know, along the uh, fallen trees. Of course you did. Yeah, it was really nice. <laughs> of course you did. Um, so I think we had a I think we had an Italian dinner that night too, thanks to Ed. 
Oh yeah, I did make I made uh, some pasta that night. That's right. We did. What do we have? The spirals. What are those called, Haas? Tortini. Uh, Farfalla. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember there was an argument here or a, a discussion that was ridiculous. But I can't remember the details. Yeah, bow tie. It was bow tie pasta. It's the bow ties. Yeah, I forgot what they're called, but they're called bow ties. Yeah, exactly. We know. Farfall. Haas or Farfalla. Yeah, it's the same thing as bow ties. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It doesn't so, live with an Italian. No. So, uh, Dan, Eddie, tell me about um, West Coast Rivers. Anything different about them? Yeah, they're clear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the far, farther north you go up to Hudson, yeah, it becomes this is, clear. This isn't the Los Angeles River we're talking about. <laughs> it's a fake river. This is the Merced River that runs through Yosemite. Um, the water is just picture crystal clear it's perfect when it hits your skin man it's it's refreshing <laughs> you know refreshing that water because it, it it doesn't feel i mean it doesn't feel the same as you know jumping into even the ocean it's it's not the same feeling cold know? water it, yeah it's cold yeah it was cold oh yeah. oh yeah 60s oh, yeah. beautiful yeah. it's perfect well, i mean you're up in the mountains it's got to be cold it's coming from I mean, and it it's coming right from snow melt you know that that's yeah. exactly where it's, that's all it is yeah, which that's something I want to talk about when we get to when we get to Whitney, and I get it because it's on the other side. But no snow on that side, huh? Not the well, not the week we went. You know, awesome. we we were very lucky. Yeah, they promised me waterfalls. I didn't see any waterfalls. Yeah, that was <laughs> Yosemite Falls. Yosemite Falls should be uh, sued for false advertisement because there was no waterfalls coming from that waterfall. There was a little <laughs> trickle at the top of Bridal Vale, and that was really. That, that it. wasn't from. That was from you, though. I thought, Haas. <laughs> the waterfall wasn't brown, dude. Oh my god! So. Obviously, you had a nice Italian dinner. Now, is this the night uh, before your trek up Mount Whitney? No, we're still no. three days away from that. Oh, wow. So you had a whole bunch of days out in the mountains. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah. what comes next? We are living no Wi-Fi. We had to go down the street to get on the Wi-Fi signal. We were, we were uh, I mean, we were in a nice luxury cabin. Don't awesome. get me wrong. Awesome but, cabin. But we were, uh, we were detached. We were in the middle of nowhere. Um. And then the next day we hit our bike ride. That was the big bike ride the Valley Day, which was awesome. Okay. Every everybody needs to detach like that every now and again. People who aren't doing that are really just missing out on a key component of the short time you get to spend on this planet. You know, it's just very nice and like I said, refreshing to not have to worry about your cell phone buzzing and not have to worry about being home at a certain time. You could just get up and just go and be free for a couple of days. It's really Really awesome to be on kind of uninhibited like that. Well, the other the other thing is the fact that when we went, because of everything going on in the world with the COVID and whatnot, the the place was empty. Yosemite was empty. We're biking empty. around, and I mean, maybe we saw a couple dozen cars over the course of the the bike we, ride. If that, we had miles to our, miles to ourselves. I mean, you were pretty much in seclusion, and and when you you know Google Images, I'm sure you see you know dozens and dozens maybe hundreds of people lined up at all these kind of marquee you know photo shoot areas and and we had the luxury of having i don't know 12 people there with us wow when we i could were... i could have double parked against three handicap spots and no one would have cared right well we were the, the the one one of the times we were at tunnel view ed ed had to take a call for work so steve and i went up to uh up to like the you know, like a kind of above tunnel view and we sat there and we counted how many people were at tunnel view at that moment and it was like 14 maybe and like yeah usually that place has a couple hundred people packed in 14 yeah so it was a blessing that we were you know there when we were and then we came and then we came down and we could hear ed having his whole meeting in the whole yosemite <laughs> valley talking like a new yorker <laughs> on speaker, he's doing a, he's doing a conference call on speakerphone right at Tunnel View, and we could hear it picked up by the wind. And, Stop and like, Ed, it! Get off cell phone. And I had no idea. They kept waving at me. I was like, "Hi guys, I'm still on the phone," but I could barely hear it, and I'm right next to it. Oh my god! Man. Oh boy, we was being that guy. Now, but they, yeah, they wanted to see. They wanted to see where I was because I told them I was in California. They didn't believe me. So I had to show them, and then they were kind of just talking about that for a little while. 
guys, I, guys, guys, yo, 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 check this out. Exactly, exactly what it was. It's like but a max. Yeah. The bike ride was cool though, man. I, I, I was probably the coolest bike ride I've ever taken in my life, without a doubt. We, uh, we hit Yosemite. Well, first we hit, what was the name of the springs where we were swimming? What's that called, Steve? Uh, that's just Merced River. Oh, no, we hit Happy Isles. Happy Isles. Happy Isles, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, Happy Isles. So we did some swimming around there and just some kind of meandering around and really, really just fun, like, you know, real fun stream swimming, like hopping on rocks and stuff and making sure you don't slip in and, and split your head open in the rocks. Steve got himself a nice little fall I, in the rocks. I got a good leg uh, leg mark from it. You know, a little bit more, and I would have been in some serious trouble. Uh, but that stuff can get away from you real fast in that fast granite. Wow. Slippery. Yeah, very slippery. So I'm looking at Happy Isles, and I'm looking at the Merced, and the Merced has uh, I see some white water, huh? I, and remember, we were there late, uh, early September, and, yep. and so the water was it, – it's at the low point in the season. Okay. Um, okay. So, I mean, yeah, we, we had a little bit of a waterfall and some, you know, rapids coming through, but it was pretty calm for us. Okay. Not that we couldn't manage. Yeah. Well, that, well that's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. So I then like we, to hear that. We went to Yosemite Falls from there, which, as I said, was really not much to talk about because it was non-existent, unfortunately. And that'll be something to do later in life. But then we decided to ride up to the base of El Capitan, which was a small little hike, one two-mile hike in itself that I wasn't even expecting, but... I remember walking up to El Capitan now, and so, you know, we've, most of us have seen Free Solo. If you haven't seen the Dawn Wall yet, the Dawn Wall is another awesome El Capitan, you know, driven hiking, do uh, rock climbing documentary. But I got to the base. Is it on Amazon? This, I need to know. It's on Netflix. Netflix. Ooh. And right. uh, we got, you get to the base of this wall, and I just look up. It's, was it 3,000 feet up about? Look about up, 3,000. Who the fuck wants to climb this? Like, where are you even climbing? Where are they grabbing on? Like, I look up and it blows my mind that somebody's found a way to get their fingers on these. And then you touch the rocks and the rocks are like razor sharp. Like, it's like, there's, uh, you look at these rock climbers' fingers and you wonder why. We I'm got sure, three, I'm sure you're wearing gloves. These... Nope. No, you just, can't. Uh, chalk, you have to. Chalk and tape. Chalk and tape. You wear gloves, you're not gonna be able to grip on. Yeah, all your grip, it, all your grips in your fingers and your skin in the chalk. It was either super sharp or like s as smooth as glass. Yeah, it was like or non -existent. Yeah. And but then you think about three feet up. I think that was our record. Yeah, yeah we got about three, three up, four up feet up. <laughs> That's oh, like one one thousandth of the yeah. way up. So we did good. But then you think about guys like Alex Honnold who've climbed it without ropes, and guys like Tommy, which is less than Caldwell, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. who like, you know, we stood next to the Dawn Wall and he found the way up there, even though it seems like there's just no place to actually grab on and support it. It made me respect those guys. Like, it makes me think they're crazy, but it respects their athletic, makes me respect their athleticism and just their, their focus. I think I even respect even more of how you just keep the focus of not looking down and psyching yourself out, you know, especially Honold without the ropes. And what's crazy about when you're standing at the bottom of El Cap, you can see the the top of it. It's like a skyscraper that way. Wow. You know, most mountains, most mountains, if you're at the base, you can't see the top because it's, you know, it angles. Yeah, this yeah. is just a straight shot up, you know, just looking at any building in Manhattan or Chicago. Yeah, Grill, think the Empire State Building mm -hmm. times probably at least two, if not three. I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at pictures of these mountains now, you know, while we're talking about it. And even looking at Whitney, you're like, how the hell did someone get to the top of this? Hard Very work. slow. Not, Very slow. At a fairly, fairly, fairly good pace. Fair. Yeah, I thought we took a really good pace. We'll get to that when we get down there because there's still some more of Yosemite. But um, after we went there, we took another dip into, into Merced. We saw some people actually climbing the Dawn Wall. Oh, wow, really? Shot. Uh, Steve, you said you checked on to see if anybody completed recently, and you said nobody had completed it recently, right? I hadn't seen anything new, and the lad there was outside of Tommy Caldwell who did it for the movie. Uh, there was one other person who did it a couple years ago in nine days. So it's still a very multiple day. You're living on the side of a rock thing. Um, no, fuck that. And if those people really did it, I'm sure the smoke would have forced them down at some point too, because I don't know how you lived through that smoke they had. Right. So on that side of the mountain, you still had a lot of smoke from from the fires. Well, not we when got we lucky. Were there. We got lucky. We had the best weather you could hope for. Winds were just favored, huh? 
It's not even that. We just picked a perfect week. It wasn't on fire really that bad yet. Yeah. Okay. It was the week before everything, yeah, went to hell. The day I I flew home was legit the day it went to hell. Yeah. So we we got done. We went, we we did, I think that's about it for that day in Yosemite. I think we just went home and relaxed after that. Got caught up. No, we hit Glacier Point. Oh, yeah, we hit Glacier and Taft Point. That's right. That was that thing. Oh, yeah, Taft Point. My God, I forgot about Taft Point. That was – I grew look at those photos. Taft so, Point's the one with all the weddings, right? Yes, yeah, Taft, Taft Point. Jeez. Taft Point. T-A-F-T, as in President William Howard Taft. That was the uh, my first outdoor shit of the trip. Oh, my God. But did yes. we wait that long? Come on, that can't be hat? true. That, that can't was be unquestionably true. my first outdoor <laughs> shit, without a doubt. You didn't do anything on Baldy? I did not shit on Baldy. Wow. Are you wow. sure? Oh, you made up for it the rest of the trip. <laughs> <laughs> took a nice little, uh, took a nice little Yosemite dump. That was really nice. Um, I always, I, it's part of a goal of my life is to take a dump in every national park in this country. Oh my god! I've now, uh, <laughs> I've now crossed Yosemite off my list. <laughs> wait, wait, so let me sidebar this once. Hold on. So, so about eight years ago. Dan and I and another friend from high school um, took a road trip from New Jersey out to St. Louis. Oh, God, this trip. We were all in the same car. And there's a lot of states between Missouri and New Jersey. And Dan managed to poop in all of them. (laughs) So I actually believe that this might be a life goal of his. To poop in every of these national, every one of these national parks. I mean, that, that one's a different. That's a different one. That's a pooping in every state. I know, but I can see it, it, it's it's evolved. So the states are easy. Only We're going to be in our sixties and get a text, guys. I did it. <laughs> yeah. I'll be at like freaking like you know Olympia or Olympic Park and be go made it. <laughs> no, no, man. The last one you should do is Volcano National Park. In the volcano. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Seismic right. activity reported in Hawaii. Seismic activity in New Jersey a couple days ago. Yeah, right. We had a little we had a little shake the other day. Three point five. Oh that that won't even get that's not worth getting out of Me and Gabby Gabby and I didn't even feel it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I slept through it too. Did you hear it, John? <laughs> or feel it? No, no. The last one I felt was the one like ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was driving when that went down. I didn't feel that. I felt like I got dizzy. Uh, so like so like Ed said, um, Taft Point was a site of like three wedding receptions or three wedding photos, right? Was it three three brides we saw? There? Th- at least three. I know Dan congratulated at least one as he passed them on the trail right after taking his shit. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, congratulations! <laughs> By the way, uh, yeah, don't much. don't go off the trail over there. Uh, you'll have a brown dress. <laughs> More or less. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying I did it. But I did it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that. But it was. I can understand though why you would want to take wedding photos up there because that was one of the most amazing sunsets I ever watched in my life, and it was kind of cool because it was a little hazy in the sky. And it, was that haze smoke, I guess, or what was that haze? Uh, maybe a little bit of it at that point. But yeah. It, I, I, I don't know. But it just kind of and, and and like Taft Point. That Taft, sound effect was great. <laughs> Taft overlooks El Capitan, and it's it. I, it was my favorite view of El Capitan, which was kind of up from there because I feel like it gave me a little more perspective. Oh yeah, look at El that. Cap There's was. El Capitan. Holy crap! Right in the background, and but that was one of those spots like where I sat there and I I walked away for a little bit and I went and then pretty close to the ledge of it. I was kind of sitting over there. And that was like the first point of the trip where I sat and I actually like thought for a little bit and just kind of thought about life and thought about like it kind of got me into deep thought mode being in a oh, place God. like that. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, I go into deep thought mode usually, you know, think about like dead people and stuff like that, yeah. you know, like dead family members and things like that. And that was a really cool spot to do that. Just kind of watching this. It was. It was even though there was a, a there was probably about fifty people up there. It's probably the most crowded place we saw all yeah. the trip. And, yeah, it still wasn't that crowded. But it was just nice to kind of get that view and have that image in my head. It was very peaceful at that moment. It wasn't very long we were there, but it was it was very peaceful when we were there. 
Yeah, because we were, we were trying to go make um, sunset. We were trying to catch a little bit of light at Glacier Point, which is probably another 15 minutes down the road. Yep. Um, and that we made it there just after sunset. So we got a little bit, but we had a full moon, which was nice. Um, so we were able to see everything. But there was maybe four cars in the parking lot at Glacier Point which is just it's the it's this overlooking view of all of uh yosemite you can see you're looking right at half dome you can see all the way down to the valley you have a full look at everything and we had it all to ourselves it was awesome we cracked so, a couple of beers this is the first big parking lot i've seen uh yeah it's a huge parking lot for half uh for glacier point yeah look at that bat dan why didn't you just go into this giant bathroom right outside the trailhead Probably closed. Yeah. Probably, or, yeah. Yeah. Or it just makes a point closed. to poop on the trail. Man, it's, I mean, yeah. you're wild, man. Oh, there's an air in the woods. Why can't I? Look at this. Okay. All right, look at this. Oh, look at that drop on the other side of Glacier Point. Jesus. Can yeah. you share your screen? Are <laughs> oh, you looking at Yeah, it shows what you're looking at so we can talk to you a little bit. Yeah. You're probably looking at Half Dome if you're talking about a crazy drop, I would think. No. Let's see. I'm looking right here. Look at this oh, 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 okay. Oh, you're looking at Google Maps. Yeah, well, I was. I had pictures up too, but no. <laughs> so it looked like we were. We spent most of our time looking to like the west there, for where Glacier Point is. So you see where Half Dome is? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what the view was looking at that, and it was awesome. My my, I have a. I got a Samsung S20 before a Galaxy S20 for going out. Ooh. And, and the night lens on that thing is unbelievable i was supposed getting to have shots. a great camera i was getting like ten, the, the 10 second resolution shots were crazy you can make out constellations you have a picture of the big dipper on my fucking phone dude i think you, we also saw wait, the star i think we saw <laughs> did you see neo wise you see uh, that comment we, we, we saw saturn and jupiter or we saw two planets we were yeah That's jupiter awesome. and saturn we were visible for like a week That's we cool. We had a moment we were all just sitting out there with our phones on Sky, with our Skyview up, no. Skyview's up, whatever. Yo, those apps are awesome. I love Skyview. Yeah. I absolutely love it. So what comes after this day? Then we cruised across, then we slept, and then we cruised across to the eastern side of, Yosemite, of, um, of the Sierras. So the now we, we came up, now we came across. So um, now you're the in the Pass. Uh, correct. So we went over the Tioga Pass, which is the tallest pass in California. You hit about ten thousand feet on that. Woo. It ends in it ends in Levining, John. If you see Levining on the map, right here. That's okay. So that's where Tioga yeah. Pass ends. So you oh, come out. A, of you. This is a town. It, it's it's a gas station. Yeah, I would call it. But <laughs> there it is. A Chevron. <laughs> there's like gas station. There, looks yeah. like there's a looks like there's a baseball field there. Um, there's a high school. Like, Does that say COVID nineteen community based? Uh, it's probably like their testing site or something for it yeah. for all like the Eastern Sierras. But that um, was a cool day yeah. too. Going to like Tuolumne Meadows and um, what was the point? Olmstead Point. Olmstead Point. Yeah. So we did. You know, there's some really cool little stop offs. There's a little lake up there at like nine thousand, ten thousand feet, where you saw some carbonated, bubbling water coming out. Is that this right here, Mono Lake? No, or Mono no Lake's rings. a different thing. Okay. Yeah. Mono Lake is pretty badass, though, as you come out of the mountains and you just see this giant lake waiting for you. Okay. Girl, if you uh, scroll we went down out to... and go to the east, you'll see where we were. If you scroll out and go, they're not as, like, you're scrolling out too far. You're, we're you're sparkling springs. Not the east, I'm sorry, girl, the west. But you're, you're you're making it, like, bigger and it really Just follow that road that goes up into the mountains, and yeah. that is what we came up and over. Dan took no, no. the, Dan, go back down, down. find that Chevron and just go west. Um, Dan took the downhill uh, descent in the car. Get, let him a little bit of room to open it up and uh, work his mountain skills. Oh, my fun. God. Yo, look that. at this road. Got, all right, so for those yeah, of you that's listening, the road. That's the road. this is like a legit mountain road. There's like snow and, and lakes and oh – That's my. the lake right there. That lake you're over right now, uh, Tioga Lake. That's the one we were chilling at. Yeah. Hey, we saw glaciers. We saw some snow while we were up there too in September. Uh, you know, sitting around. Wow. Yep, yep, yep. So after we did that, we uh, we got out of Yosemite and we shot down Route 301. Three ninety five. Or three ninety five. I'm sorry, three ninety five. My apologies. 
We went down 395, and we took a little pit stop in Mammoth, and we got some beers at Mammoth Brewing, and we met up with my buddy from Asbury Park. It's been Asbury scene and moved out there, my buddy Joey. And after having a couple beers, that's when we went and visited the hot springs in the middle of the cow pasture. Wet Willie's Hot Springs or something, Wild Willie's Hot Springs, something like that. And we, <laughs> it was out in the middle of nowhere. John, oh, if you yeah. want to Google, Google Wild Willie's Hot Springs or something, and it should pop up. It, it, I think it's in Google. And yeah, you're on a dirt road going straight for about six miles towards nothing. And then you turn at a gate, take another dirt road, until there's a small parking lot and there's like hot springs there that were awesome just yeah. these beautiful pools water was like probably 100 degrees not too hot not too cold we got sunset geothermal oh there's your sunset sulfur natural hot tub and sulfur it's like sulfur and stuff like that oh dude look at these people they're just chilling that's gotta beers. be awesome oh, that's winter awesome. time there was no snow yeah. when we were there oh, man there was no snow when we yeah we had like that just cows it was awesome. That that was and that really loosened our legs up too uh, for Whitney. We were able to soak for day. a good hour. So riddle me this: Is this something you have to pay for, or no? Fuck no. Yeah, no. This is yeah. This this was free. Um, it was pretty crowded. There were all the pools are really filled up for the most part. Um, and those can turn into a bit of like a wild scene. It wasn't too much of a party yet. Um, but who knows? We got out of there before the sunset. Does right. it get crazy at night? Do you know, Steve? Or, I mean, I, I have not, but I know anytime you have, like, uh, yeah, hot springs or just a lot of drinking and nudity, so it's going to get weird. Yeah. Oh. And Hendo was even telling us that um, if you if we had, like, the right car, like, like you know, the, a really set-up off-roading car, there's even cooler hot springs, deeper deeper off-road, that if you have the, is it the right setup. I'm going to go with it's, go it's this one, the Hilltop Hot Tub. Maybe that's one of them. Who knows? No but, pictures. Uh, we just yeah, we also we also we also needed to get to bed that night because we were hiking Whitney the next morning. So we had to make sure yeah. we had a decent hour. We couldn't be frolicking in the nude in hot springs until fucking eleven o'clock at night. I mean, shit, we barely even made it to Lone Pine, you know, awake by the time you know by the time we left the hot springs. Because I was say we left we left the hot springs probably seven seven thirty and had about an hour and a half to drive, and we had to get up at two a.m. Oh, wow. So you guys did the mountain on no sleep. I mean, how much sleep are you really going to get when you get up at 2 a.m. anyways? You're right. Yeah. And, dude, by the time you start going, like, sleep doesn't even matter anymore because your energy and adrenaline and blood and your blood moving are just, you know, going to take over anyway. So you Google Mount Whitney. If you look to the east, right. east. that's where you'll find. So Whitney Portal is where we started, but we stayed in Lone Pine. Yeah, that little that road you're looking at now that just leads right into that small city. And that small city, Lone Pine, they used to film a bunch of westerns at. So there's an area called Alabama Hills that has like the whole western movie um, historical element to it. Yeah, there's like a, oh, like a western yeah, like hall of fame there. I'll keep going. Yeah, so about, I'm sorry. Yeah, you'll see it. it's, a, it's, it's bigger than that gas station you pointed to before that you thought was a city. <laughs> Oh, okay. Here we go. Keep going. There, yeah, there you go. go. There's Lone Pine. So it's just I mean, a, it's still your a classic. Small, tiny city. Yeah, it's a small, tiny, like, it looks like a town from a Western, you know. It's got a bunch of bars and hotels. It's basically there for people who hike Mount Whitney. Okay. Yeah. Home of okay. the best burger in California, I think I saw on one of the signs. We Ooh. didn't try it, though. We went we, we tried to eat Mexican, but we were so tired from the hike. I mean, we barely finished anything. We were, <laughs> we were exhausted. You, when you do 24 and a half miles, your body puts you in the weird places. Oh, yeah. Plus, we were eating in the rain, literally. Yeah, because Dan had to hit sit by the, the mist. The yeah. fucking mist was comfortable. You guys are lame. We're getting, like, loose <laughs> puddles in my, on my plate. And I was like, this is great. Right. Oh, my God. Bro, leave, leave yourself where you're at in the map. You're giving me a headache from all your zooming. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> so we see Whitney Portal there. We drove there and got there at about three thirty in the morning, and this was it like maybe twenty five minutes in Lone Pine. Yeah, maybe twenty five. Yeah, we did yeah. it in the dark at two thirty in the morning. I'm going up on mountain yeah. mountain roads. Awesome. Uh, there, yeah, this wasn't too bad of a drive in terms of mountain roads. A couple switchbacks here and there, but nothing like the day before. Nothing like leaving Whitney, going through Death Valley. 
but that's be that'll be after we do Whitney. So you do Whitney, we get up there to the portal, we start hiking at around three thirty. Luckily, Steve had a jacket, or I would have been up Shit's Creek without a paddle because I did not bring <laughs> Under Armour. So I was like, oh, should I bring Under Armour? No, I want to go light. I don't want to take anything I don't need. Stupid decision. Luckily, Steve uh, was a little prepared for me, and at least I can get my top covered up. My legs are fine. Really? I, I could go in the, I could go in like my forties on my legs. But not on my arms. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. Grill, I'm, I'm the same. I'm way. seeing these guys gear up at three in the morning, and Dan has got je- cut off jean shorts and a t-shirt on, and it's three in the morning, and we're about to go up to fourteen thousand feet. I'm like, you don't want a jacket? No, nah, I got this. I'll be okay. And yeah, what? You know, what's thirty? I think you should take the jacket. Up there. Yeah, then I thought about it. I was like, yeah, I probably should take a jacket. You're right. Thirty. Like, I'm good degrees, at fifty. Dan. I can handle fifty. <laughs> not with sweat. Yeah. So anyway, so we start going, and uh, we, we're making we made some really really good time the first seven miles. We probably climbed about what three four thousand feet. And now hold on. So you say first seven miles. How many miles is it up to the summit? Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So it's <laughs> wow. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and, not, and, and that's one way. You, there's there's maybe a quarter of a mile that's flat. It's all up. Yeah. All up. All up. So the first that first seven miles you tow from Whitney Portal to the campground. And there's a campground. Uh, if you see where Mount Whitney is, I guess it's a little to the south south southeast of it there let me go slow so, no, 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 no. you gotta go to the no. west to your west to your west like so you see where mount whitney is grill on yes. the thing just i mean not too far down like to the southeast no to the east steve the port, i'm sure the, this the, makes for i'm sure this makes for a great audio this doesn't even make this doesn't make this doesn't work on audio grill no one can see our map oh i know that i'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get so i can describe but anyway so, to, to distract us with his zooming I'll stop. Go ahead. Anyways, so you, you get you get to this little the campground where most of the people who do Whitney in two days camp, and we get there. I took a shit there because I needed to, <laughs> and then we get to the left. Now, about, is, Indi- is Indio is Indio National Park? National yes. Forest. National yeah. Forest. All right, we got another one off the list. And we were about 12,000 feet of elevation gain, trying to go up to 14.5. So we had, we got about 2,500 feet left ahead of us at this of point. Of climbing and another five miles or so. Now let me stop you right here. Eddie, yeah. is this where we had some issues with altitude sickness? I, I mean, I had issues with altitude sickness the minute I landed, and they tried to bring me up Baldy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I had 4,000 feet in my life because I visited Denver once. That was the only reason. Thanks. You need to drink more water. I was, I was still hungover from White Claws when I landed originally. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, you had a marathon couple of trips. A marathon couple of trips? Yeah, I went from Wildwood to California to Rhode Island. Bang, bang, bang. Back, bang, to, bang, back bang. to work after that. Oh, but no. So, look. I mean – Elevation sickness is real. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> but uh, what what does it make you feel like? Like what what is like hungover? So this is like looking back on it. When I thought I was just hungover, it was really elevation sickness, right? So I, I don't get headaches very often, if ever. And you know, my head was kind of feeling weird, like when I first landed uh, and went up Baldy. Um, but I think it was it kind of adjusted because it was only like ten thousand and. We're only there like an hour or two, and mm-hmm. you know you quickly go back to I don't know five six. Well, I don't know what we went back to after that, but that seemed okay. Um, we started climbing Whitney, and I, seven miles in, I was like, man, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I was I just wasn't feeling good. Like my stomach hurt, my head hurt, everything was kind of just feeling run down. Like I was hungover. It didn't make much sense, even though we drank every night. That's probably a bad idea, but regardless. <laughs> Um, it was two beers. It and we weren't drinking heavily. Every <laughs> yeah, but we still had a few. Was it only two? Yeah, I'm mad. Yeah, I mean, we had more than two. Remember how? I never got, remember how yeah. Haas fell asleep with a beer in his hand with yeah. his first beer in his hand. My man, beer, no, my we, man. Well, we had a couple beers at Mammoth, then we had a couple beers when we got back. When we let, when we, I mean, we probably had four beers the night before. I think I had four beers the night before. Maybe. I don't, yeah. I don't think I had that many beers the night before. 
well, you probably kept one in your hand the whole time because you didn't finish it. He <laughs> looked like one of those drunks out of a movie. He had the beer in one hand, half falling over, his head back in the chair with, like, drool coming time. down on the cheek. Quick, like, quick aside. Wait, 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 wait. Quick aside. Back to the St. Louis trip that Ed and I went on when Ed had to go through a checkpoint. And I was in the back seat, and what Ed dis- just described is exactly how I was sitting in the back seat of, of his car when yeah. he was driving through it. Me with my head smushed against the window and a fucking open beer in my hand. Oh, <laughs> passed out in the back of the car. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's okay. To, I didn't. I think Saint in Saint Louis you can in have Missouri. an open container in the you know non-driver seat or something i don't know all i know is i got back after going through a checkpoint parked the car and looked back and house got a beer in his hand like, there's no way the cops didn't see that <laughs> i don't know how we just got through this but we did all right anyway going back to let's go back to whitney let's go back to 2020 here yeah um man. yeah so I, we're climbing and we're climbing and we're climbing we're on the switchbacks at this point too yeah and I, I, I have to mention that we're climbing 99 switchbacks from the campground up to the trail crest. So, so it's not – this is the – it's the hard, it was it's the hardest part of the hike that Ed's talking about right now. Unquestionably. Now, is it exactly 99 switchbacks? 90, uh, I counted 98. What did I count? I might have missed psycho when you counted. <laughs> He's been a math whiz since he was in middle school. I had to, I had to count it because I didn't believe it. I couldn't believe it, and then I also wanted to pace myself because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stop at 33, 67, and then I'll be done with it. I'll stop when I get to the top. That was my goal, and so I stopped at 33. I legitimately stopped at 33. We all stopped, and when I stopped, I, I like my head just started pounding. I felt really? like I was going to throw up. Like I was like, whoa, this is horrible, and I quickly realized that at least if I was – walking and focused like i didn't think about it and i was okay so these guys were like oh we're gonna we're gonna take a take a break and i'm like if i break i I might just fall over and quit so like i kept i just like wouldn't stop the rest of the way and literally when we got to the top of the 100 i ended up sitting down and it was the weirdest feeling that i've ever felt where where like i touched my forehead and my whole body tingled like i had um you know how you like your your leg falls asleep? Yeah, pins and needles. Yeah, and, and it was like I was breathing heavy. Like anything I touched, I was getting like sensations through my body, and I was literally worried. I was like, man, I could. I feel like I I've never passed out, but I feel like maybe this is what it feels like before you pass out. I don't know. Um, oh wow. Yeah. So I think you know, Steve. <laughs> later on, like the next day or later that day, Steve was like, yeah, I thought you were gonna like bail. Like he legitimately said that to me because we, we probably should have, frankly. <laughs> Yeah, I, oh, wow. it was one of the, it was probably one of the worst feelings that I've I've ever had. I don't like I said I don't get really I don't get migraines I don't get headaches, but I I was off like I was off kilt for sure. You yeah. one you screwed us up because you I I we I was keeping pace this pace ish with you and you're like this was ninety and I was like oh sweet we got nine to go power on let's do this. But those were the longest nine switchbacks. Oh, my goodness. Trail. They were torturous. They were because you said there was nine left. No, 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 no. They're the longer. They're significantly longer. Yeah, they were way longer than the okay. rest. Shit kickers, dude. Dude, there was one point where we must uh, – I must have been about maybe two-thirds of the way up. And I would say I was – Ed was in front. Steve was probably a little behind him. And I was maybe a little further behind Steve than he was behind Ed. They were also fucking farting up a storm. I couldn't walk behind those. Oh, it was disgusting. <laughs> this is excuse. Dude, dude, oh, no, no, no. Right, dude, right. There was one point where I was like, fuck this. I ain't trying to keep up with them no more, dude. I also want to go to Taco uh, Bell every night. That's what he fuck gets. Fuck that shit, dude. <laughs> so there was one point, though, about two-thirds of the way up, and I looked down from where we started. And I'm like, oh, man, like, sorry, right. It's looking pretty good. Like, we got pretty way up. And then I looked up, and I realized I was nowhere close. I was like, son of a fucking bitch, dude. And then the <laughs> other thing we kept doing is along the way to Whitney is Mount Muir, which is another 14 in, Cal- in, Cal- in, the, in the high Sierras. And for a good chunk of the hike, we thought Mount Muir was Mount Whitney. So we thought we were going to a certain spot, and it turns out we had to go like another mile and a half past Mount Muir just to get to fucking Whitney. And 500 so, feet higher. Yeah, and, five, so, and so Mount Muir is on the trail. Yes. So you, hit Mount go, Muir. You, you make a turn. You, yeah, you take a sharp turn off, and you would hit it. You'd climb up an extra 400 feet, and you'd get there. Okay. It, 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 with better planning, and 
without Ed almost ready to die, we probably could have bagged both. Now, is... Now, I, you are you know, blaming me? I was the oh. first one up there. Because <laughs> you had your you, you would have fallen the fuck off the mountain if you weren't the first I one up there. Stop. That was the weirdest feeling in the world. You guys were like, let's take a rest. I was like, if I take a rest, I'm going to quit. Yep. I was like, I got to yeah, keep Steve, going. Steve, we get to the tra to trail crest, which is the end of the switchbacks and the beginning of the last section of the upwards hike, which is like 1.9 miles. And Steve comes, and Ed goes, and Steve comes over to me. He goes, Ed can't stop no more. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, he said if he stops, he's gonna pass out and fall off the mountain. So he said, he said, he said it's safe for him to just keep going. He'll see us at the top. And I was okay. just like, all right, <laughs> I, I, I will just keep an eye on him. If he falls, we'll we'll go get him <laughs> if we can. <laughs> when I got when I got to the top of Trailcrest and met up with Ed, Ed was sitting on a rock, and I looked at him, tried to give him a high five, and Ed was just like, I feel so hungover right now. And I'm just like, oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, I so, couldn't. I couldn't lift my head. It was weird. Oh was my god! Weird. So, and, is and part of this the trail is. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I got a question. But I was gonna say the danger is, and, and then the next part of the trail that takes you up to the summit. You're basically on a two foot little hallway through rocks, and that looks like what happens is it looks like yeah. What happens is you pass you pass out and you fall off the side of the cliff. You know, oh, that's easy. great. That's awesome. So if Ed had to pass out, he needed to pass out to the right. That's where we were. So it was a 50-50 chance. If Ed passes out to the right, he just would have leaned against the rocks, maybe stabbed himself. Kind of so I'm actually looking at a picture of this. Believe it or not, I'm looking at a picture of this part of the trail right now. And um, what I think is part of the trail, you guys can confirm It just this. looks, dude, it legit looks like a place that was decimated by earthquakes and volcanic eruptions. That. And yeah, that's it. Oh, that's it. That's it. So you I just, that it. was my question. I didn't realize this. You guys were on the John Muir Trail. Yes, the end of the, the, end of the hike is the southern it's terminus the of, the John Muir, of the John Muir Trail. That's a, I mean, that's, he, he founded the Sierra Club. Uh, we, we basically, he, he's like kind of like the, the Beatles of the hiking community. Yeah. 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 He's, he, I mean, he's, he's great for preservation, but um, yeah, this is, uh, I'm going to put this picture, I think, in, uh, in, in my Instagram post, but th yeah, this looks like, this looks like motor. It looks, it looks like, it felt, I thought I was hiking in Mordor without like, you know, a giant uh, eye without the giant eye of Sauron I'm looking at me with the eye of Whitney. So, so you guys make it to the top. Yeah. We get there. You get to this point where you get to the actual last climb up to the top of Whitney. And that's a cool view too, because you look up and there's just nothing but sky. And, you're and at the top of the United States, the continental at the top United of the States. continental States. There's nothing higher. And there's nothing more rewarding. There was nothing more rewarding in my life than getting up there and just taking those last steps and just passing through the little hut up there. You said getting, you cried, man. Getting to the top, I sat down. Dude, yeah, tears came to my eye, dude, straight up. Like, I started tearing up just from the, <laughs> the hard work, man, and just all the training that went into all this. You know, I mean, Ed and I... Have been hiking, you know, at least two, three weekends a month since May. Steve's been going ever since his knee got better over the winter, at least three weekends a month. And all our hikes were, you know, at least 10 miles, at least 2,000 feet of elevation gain. Steve was doing even more of elevation gain just because he has the means to do it, whereas Ed and I don't really have the means out east to do what he can do. We have hills compared to what I'm looking about. Well, what we have out east, which is nice, is we, we get, like, the roller coaster hikes. Where yep. you'll see, like, our, like, you'll see our elevation, like, like uh, graphs from our hikes, and they're like this. It's like a roller coaster. Yep. And then you'll see, like, Steve's hikes, and they're like this. Up and down. Giant <laughs> <laughs> pyramid. So yeah. you get to the top. Uh, Dan says you guys spent about an hour up there, huh? Hour, yeah, I don't hour. even think we... I don't even think we really said much. We high-fived, and then I think we took our backpacks off, and we all took a nap. Best nap like, of my life. Yeah, I'll be honest. Like, I thought – like, I was – I couldn't even enjoy it. That last hour up the mountain to the to the summit, I was like, I, this is not fun. Like, I was not having it. I got to the top. I was just like, wow, this is like – I can't even enjoy all this. And I literally sat there, put my head down, fell asleep, and maybe what 30 20 30 minutes i was sleeping yeah, i think I we woke, all do about 30 minute naps something yeah. like that i woke up i ate a peanut butter sandwich and i chugged the gatorade and it was like magic everything that i felt went away and i felt normal man carbs fat I, and electrolytes i don't whatever it was, it was a magic peanut butter sandwich and 
I was like, oh, this is great. I was back. And from that moment on, I felt normal. Nice. But, oh. So the lesson, the lesson for Ed is you just need to eat and drink more, I think. May I, yeah, maybe. I just think, I mean, from after. So you know how much you can do with happened, altitude, though. Well, after I, after it happened, I started like looking it up and researching it more because, like, you know, I was like, "What the heck was that?" And I mean, from what I'm understanding is that you, your body will get adjusted to it. Like, it's no different than having a water bottle and driving up and down and watching that water bottle kind of squeeze and, and depressurize. And it's like okay. your body just needs time to adjust to it. And that's why I think the recommendation is when you go on hikes that are, you know, plus ten thousand, you're supposed to get there get somewhere close up there and kind of hang out for a little bit and not just, you know, push your way north Barrel because it just gets worse and worse. We, yeah, probably, and just, we probably did that as good as we could do that, though. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. We, like, would, we would have had to camp uh, otherwise at trail camp at that middle spot because Lone Pine is only at 4,000 feet. So yeah. we would – if oh we, we could have stayed you up You climbed 10,000 feet. No, no. Uh, we drove up the first uh, 3,000 feet of it or so. So low right. we climbed, we climbed and then six. we drove up. Yeah. Okay. Still though, like Jesus. Was it six or seven? What, what did we do? Six or sixty-seven was my total. Seven, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So you make it to the top. You take your nap. Eddie gets his uh, peanut butter sandwich and Gatorade. I'm sad to learn you didn't go in. There is a uh, a shelter up there, a hiking shelter, uh, which apparently you're not supposed to go in during lightning storms. Uh, I did. I did some research on that. That's because it has a, a tin roof. More than we did. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sad you didn't go in there, man. That's the first thing I wanted to did after now. But like, yo, I gotta, I gotta go in here and check this out. I took you, a look. You in. say it's... that. You say that, girl. But the first thing you can do when you get to the top of Mount Whitney is look and go, "Holy fuck!" I'm. On well, that's what I mean. After, after I do all that, <laughs> um, girl, I looked in. It's, it's a, a bunch of plywood. It, it's a square room with plywood. Yeah, basically. So that actually sounds like that. Um, the the sh there's a couple shacks but uh the big shack on top of um mount washington uh grill shack review i love this podcast <laughs> yeah you know what that shack doesn't have dude that shack did not have a shitter so i decided to take a shit on top of mount whitney instead no you didn't oh yeah. i did I like... wait i'm looking Please. at this there's no area to hide oh i made shit. it work i found a spot baby yeah he did he did <laughs> He looks at me. He goes, "Hey, Steve, give me one of those wag bags, which is waste and garbage. Basically, the bags yep. you poo in. Yeah. Uh, give me one of them wag bags. I gotta take a shit. I'm like, we're at the summit. Where are you? What are you doing? So, so and it, there's all these marmots that run around trying to scavenge food. Like from, I mean, if you were to put your bag down and turn around for about, I don't know, 30, 40 seconds, a marmot would just pop out of the rocks and try and creep over to your stuff." I hoped and I prayed that while Haas had his bare ass hanging out with his poop, that a marmot came and just bit him. And it just didn't happen. I really wanted it to happen. That would have made the entire trip. Would have made man, like man, fall, man from New Jersey falls off Mount Whitney after getting bit by a marmot whilst taking a shit. So Those guys, marmots are smarter than they know not to deal with that. Yeah, so Marvin, the Marvin smelled my ass. It was like, I'm going to go over here where the food is. <laughs> I know this isn't your picture, but my God, look at this. Like, look at that. That's just beautiful. That, that's a lot of clouds. That's actually, you don't want that many clouds in the sky. That uh, Those people could be walking right into a storm. We had clear blue skies. And then when we were up there, we heard a bunch of F-18 jets flying by. From Edwards. And uh -huh. it's, yeah, it was, but it's so bright you can barely. We only saw one. That's so cool. Yeah, it hurts to look at. It hurts to look at the sky at that height. Wow. We, learned, we learned about the sun later on uh, the next day. So speaking of the next day, <laughs> we are going to talk about that on part two of this podcast. Oh yeah, which we're gonna do soon. Because we have a lot to talk about, and I think we should split this into two, because I want to get the full story. 